When words collide, have you any wool? Yes, sir. I'm sorry. We interrupt this program for a special news bullet. Without Big Car, all of the hosts of this show would be homeless. Big Car. Big Car. Yeah. Hit me, Jordan. Third. Oh, whoa, whoa. you're not enjoying yourself. Get out of here. Double volunteer points. Double. Who do I have to pinch to get a Coke? Just friendly hug fests. This is my show now. It's the only show on earth about neighborhood soccer. Indy City Football Live on 99.1 FM WQRT. And now your hosts, Josh Baker, Jason Chisholm, and Jay Desai, with the latest from Big Car, Indy 11, and your neighborhood team. Hello, and welcome to ICF Live. You're listening on 99.1 WQRT LP Indianapolis, and this is Inhaling Canadian Flapjacks Live, where we talk about pancakes from Canada. I can get behind this one. I love pancakes. Waffles are better. I mean, but you'd also get Canadian maple syrup. Also, it's none of those things. This is not related to pancakes. This is something else. Jay's actually correct. You are listening to Indy City Football Live, where we talk about our neighborhood soccer league, Indy City Football. Uh, I'm Josh Baker, and I have uh, two hosts here with me today. They are currently pointing at each other (laughs) and can't figure out who to speak for. We're such good gentlemen. Um, I'm Jay Desai. And I'm Jason Chisholm. Hi, Jay and Jason. Uh, This is terrible. Hello. Thank you for being chivalrous to each other. Uh, That is a great encapsulation of what our league is about, because we want to be good people to each other and be nice to each other. And you guys perfectly embodied that. So thank you. It's just sad that no one could actually see that. They just heard dead silence. silence. (laughs) Let's talk about last week's results. The game of the week was between Garfield Athletic Club and Meridian Kessel United. And in a in a bit of an upset, Meridian Kessler uh, actually beat Garfield three to nothing, uh, and uh, jumped up the standings and and sent Garfield tumbling a little bit. So that's a pretty big result. Uh, there was uh, obviously other games as well. Uh, my team played Upper Downtown uh, FC. My team's Old North United. For those that don't know, because I'm talking into the void. Uh, we tied uh, Upper Downtown FC two to two. That's pretty good. Um, Sporting Heron Morton defeated Real West five to one. It's a little bit, a little bit of a more moderate scoreline than they have been putting in almost double digits every week. Real West uh, held them much better than whoever they played last week. And then we also had we had uh, AC Mile Square win a close one over Fountain Square uh, three to one. They're all close ones when it comes to Fountain Square. Sure were. Fountain Square, the closest team. You know what I know about that game? Nothing. Nothing. I was not there, so I hope we did good. I mean, three to one is is respectable. We've had worse. Miles Square yeah. is a top five team. Exactly. So, so they, hey, I'd I'd say that was decent. It it could have been worse. Uh, then we also had Midtown uh, FC beating Atletico Cottage Home five to zero. Fletcher Place against Bates Hendricks turned into a goal fest. That's a five to Real Fletcher Place. And four to Bates Hendricks FC, who is no longer willing to be pushed around on the field, which is uh, good for them. <laughs> yeah, that's something for them. But uh, that's a real barn burner for sure. 
We had uh, Mass Ave getting a big win over Irvington for nothing. That pulls them out of the play-in game. Broad Ripple City beat Old Speedway City three to two. And our last game of the week, uh, Woodruff Place three zero against Mapleton FC. I can speak to that a little bit. I was uh, playing that game. Uh, we were zero zero in the first half, and uh, it was not a close game. Like it was <laughs> so. So our goalie was getting bored or something was happening, and he really wanted to play out, so he started signaling frantically. So I went in and I subbed in for him, and I let a goal in, but I didn't know. I mean, I totally knew that you can't throw a ball in. So there was a throw-in that from the side that Matt Stump, a.k.a. Sat Mumph, a.k.a. Mapleton captain, did a throw-in straight at the goal, and their striker was right in front of me. And I was behind him, and I was trying to be rule number one. I didn't. I could have easily kicked a high kick to get that ball out from in front of his face, but I chose not to do that. So he tried to like move and wiggle out the way. The ball didn't touch either of us and went straight into the goal. That's not a goal. That's not a goal. And the referee made a good call. Yeah, that's not a goal. <laughs> he yeah. went, Brrr! not a goal, didn't touch anyone. And, every, <laughs> and my heart was no longer, I sank. I, I had actually had the, the opposite of that happen to me last year. I had someone throw the ball in straight at me. And I got so just like, bah, that I just <laughs> put it straight in oh, my own no! net. <laughs> Instead of just letting it go and just go in. I touched it and it went. I, oh, it was. Oh, it was. It was horrible. Uh, I asked my team uh, after the game was over whether I touched it because it, I couldn't feel it. And then someone, um, one of our players said, it came very close to just barely touching your butt. But <laughs> luckily, luckily, someone missed. Luckily, no touching of the butts here. <laughs> You're listening to the home of Indy City Football Live. 99.1 FM, WQRT, Indianapolis. Let's go on to our ICF challenge winner. Um, every week, we challenge the teams to uh, come up with an interesting photo of something we tell them to do. And we want them to uh, try to engage with the league a little bit more. So uh, this past week, we asked teams to find their best team volunteering photo and no surprise here, AC Mile Square uh, won this because they are also the leaders in volunteer points. So it uh, kind of makes sense there. And what did they do to win it? Uh, they took a photo of themselves volunteering. Was this the volunteering that week? Yes. Was this the volunteering which um, they didn't invite anyone else from the league? Yeah, so it yes. wasn't a league-wide an- announcement? Exactly. So... Um, AC Mile Square uh, raised money for the, I believe, the Patichu Foundation last week, which is a great uh, work, or- yeah. organization that uh, provides meals to people around the city, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, and they uh, they only invited their teammates to come I'm raise money sure. for them. Was that an oversight or was it an on-site, <laughs> an <laughs> undersight? Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I don't know. Well, uh, uh, it was a sly move and got them a lot of volunteer points. And, yeah. And, raised a lot of money for a good organization. So there's there's not a lot of bad here. It was just a little underhanded. Just well, a little. sly move there, Mild Square, but uh, next time it would be nice if you told everyone because, hey, we want to help too. Yeah, we want to raise I money for them uh, too Yeah, and eat the delicious food that you made. Uh, this week, we are looking for the best after-party photo. So uh, come to the after-party this week, uh, which we will tell you where it is later And it has to be acceptable. Uh, like, you can't get your Twitter account suspended over <laughs> whatever happens. Not the after-after party. Wherever you go, 
The official one, St. Joseph. So I think what Jay is saying is that you need to keep it PG. Yeah, G. G? G. <laughs> Everyone got very G, really? Sorry, PG-13. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Okay, yeah. PG or PG-13. Soft R. <laughs> <laughs> well, could you define a soft R for us, Jay? Uh, I, I, want, I can do it on our <laughs> on our private show for our subscribers. Our, our late night show. Our late night show. <laughs> uh, let's get into our uh, our challenge volunteer transit standings. Um, if you don't know, we give out extra points for if you do good things in the community. So whether that's the ICF challenges that we. Uh, uh, put on every week, or whether you volunteer, or whether you t- carpool to the games, uh, you get points for that, and we tally them up, and uh, I have standings. Wasn't are, that you, great? are you looking up those standings right now, aren't I you? I am. So uh, currently, there are four teams that have garnered over half a point in transit points, and that's uh, Bates Hendricks, Old North, Cottage Home, and Garfield. So good job to all of those folks for um, consistently either carpooling, taking a bus, uh, walking, or I think even one time someone took a scooter. Uh, but those are all uh, good on t- good on you to all those teams who consistently uh, take responsible means of transit. And then we have uh, three teams who have garnered over half a point in volunteering. Um, we have a new leader this week, uh, AC Mile Square past uh, Fountain Square. So uh, sorry, Jason. It was uh, bound to happen. I mean, it wasn't bound to happen. You could have kept volunteering. Well, uh, yeah, okay. I think that was a strategic masterstroke on the part of Miles. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was. They, like, they, they clearly were were uh, planning that for a while, that they weren't going to invite anybody else. Probably Fun Square just needs to hire better volunteering consultants, <laughs> strategists. <laughs> we don't get that kind of money at the bottom of the table. <laughs> <laughs> One other team over half a point uh, in volunteering is uh, Meridian Kessler United. So good job to those guys, too, uh, being involved in the community. A good job to all the transit and volunteers. Uh, and then we also have three teams who have gotten over half a point in the challenge uh, challenges, and that's Real West, Irvington, and Miles Square. So, uh, again, good job being engaged with the, uh, with the league, and we appreciate it. Uh, that actually will bring us to my new favorite segment, <laughs> uh, which I came up with, uh, which is the last place engagement race, which I'm, I'm going to give something out to the team that's the least engaged over the something course of the season. Something they would want or something they don't want? A used old couch. I mean, like I feel like I, on the whole time. I <laughs> might, I might like take the trash trophy and make them have it. <laughs> Can I do, do that? You, I mean, are you going to get it away from Bates Hendricks? I think they really enjoy. I think both <laughs> them and Garfield really enjoy the additions they've made to that trophy. <laughs> uh, I just, I need to give them something they don't want, and so we'll we'll figure it out. If you have any suggestions, oh, give them volunteering points because that's the one thing they apparently don't want. Okay, this is going backwards. I'm sorry. Ignore what <laughs> If you have any ideas of what we can give the last placed engaged team, uh, send us an email at this is what you should give the last place engaged team at IndyCityFootball.com. Um, so our standings for that, we have only three teams that are under tenth of a point uh, in extra points scored, and they are Broad Ripple City with nine hundredths. Old Speedway City with five hundredths, and Sporting Heron Morton 
with one hundredth of an extra point. Does that mean that <laughs> one person once carpooled? Uh, no, it means that they brought in, I believe, ten books. Oh, okay, okay. Because you got yeah, yeah. a thousandth of a point for a book. <laughs> for a book. And uh, cool. they brought in ten of them, which honestly is probably more than what the other teams did. But <laughs> our our scoring is a bit a uh, bit off, maybe. So, uh, but, but when when you look at those. Those that, that rank, though, with Old Speedway City, they are in danger of falling into the play-in game because of their uh, volunteer and transit points. They could, they could carpool and volunteer their way into not having to do yeah, a play-in so, game. Uh, we're, if we take a look at the standings right now, Speedway has uh, 10.05 points, and they are in 14th, one place above 15th place Cottage Home, who have 7.74. So if Speedway lose their last two games... And Cottage Home wins one of their last two. Cottage Home is not going to be in the playing games, and Speedway will be because they have participated in the league outside of the games, and Speedway hasn't. So these points, while they might seem silly, they do actually mean things. <laughs> and silly and kind of hard to read when you're looking at how many points. Yes, it, it might be a little bit uh, hard to understand at first, but uh, we, we talk about them every week. And yeah. they're, they're pretty prominently displayed. So, uh, I mean, another thing for Broad Ripple City, since they only have nine hundredths of a point, there's a good chance that uh, we and Old North United might pass them, even though we have a point less in the standings based on results. Right. So. Broad Ripple could fall from what, fifth to tenth. Yeah. Just <laughs> through just one to... bad week. Yep. It's, it's, so these points, while they're not on the field, they still mean something. And what about Heron Morton? Heron Morton clearly just don't care because they're up at the top. <laughs> um, they're, which, letting, they're trying to let their boots do the talking. But there's a possibility that they might be able to squeak by Woodruff if their entire team yeah, puts them back I'm, in. I mean, if they, if they had been trying this whole season, there, there would be a, a good chance that they could uh, get up to Woodruff and take the first seed. But uh, that's not going to happen. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the bottom four. Because um, that's the most interesting race right now. Uh, well, one of the most interesting races. So we've got Cottage Home, Real West, Irvington, Fountain Square in the bottom home. And that's uh, 7.74, 5.5, 5.4, and 5.27 points. With uh, two weeks of play, there could be a lot of movement here. But, um, I mean, the bottom six of the table are really where the playing game is going to be decided, it seems like. Yeah, so uh, the... The spots directly above that are Speedway, Bates, Hendricks, and Mass Ave, and uh, they're all at 10 and change. So who? So who's Bates Hendricks playing this week? Bates Hendricks is playing against the team known as Upper Downtown. Oh, boy. So that might be a tough game for them. Upper Downtown's up in eighth and just tied with Old North. Um, what, about our, uh, what about Cottage Home? Cottage Home is playing Heron Morton. Another tough game. Number, number two versus number 15. And Irvington's playing Woodruff, so it's going to be a tough uh, What about our other bottom-of-the-table contenders, Speedway, Real West, and Fountain Square? Uh, Real West is playing Mass Ave. That's a 12 and 16. That's a really close. That's going to be an important game. Yeah. And then um, the other two teams, again... Speedway. They are playing AC Mile Square. Um, That'll be a tough game. Third, number three versus number 14. And then who, who do you have? Who does Fountain Square have? Uh, we are playing Garfield. 
Yeah, so the, there's a lot of tough games there. I think uh, the Irvington-Mass Ave matchup is obviously the uh, most important for the bottom of the table because uh, those are two bottom teams. Everybody else is playing somebody that's pretty f- far above them. So. Yeah, yeah. Mass Ave, if, winning, if they could win this week, they, they clear themselves of the playing game. Yes, if Mass Ave wins this week, they are guaranteed to not be in the play-in game. So, uh, and actually, every team that's above 11th right now is guaranteed to not be in the play-in game. So we'll keep you updated on these scores uh, next week. Uh, we also have a good race for 5th through 10th. Uh, they're only separated by three points. Uh, and I'll quickly run down who we got there. Um, we've got Broad Ripple, Old North, Garfield, Upper Downtown, Mapleton, and Meridian Kessler. And that's very fluid. One good game could see the person in 10th jump up to 5th. So there's a lot of movement uh, in the mid 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 of the table so i have a question yes um if woodruff place defeats irvington this week gaining three points and then heron morton loses to cottage home in the final week that means that woodruff place will have clinched the regular season title it isn't really a title but does that mean that woodruff place gets an honor guard when they step onto the field, the way that it happens in La Liga, when it's clinched, everyone has to clap. And no. Oh, well. I'm sorry. My, my fantasy is shattered. Well, since, we're, we, since we have playoffs, no one cares about the regular season trophy. I'm sorry. Not until someone secretly builds a trophy at night <laughs> using, using parts of his own home. <laughs> and debris found in alleyways behind their home. Uh, this, is a, this is a story we've heard before. You're listening to 99.1 FM WQRT-LP, Indianapolis, the only place you can hear Indy City football live. This week's Game of the Week is going to be Midtown FC versus Old North United, a big game between the fourth and sixth seeds. Yeah, they're not separated by much on the table, but uh, like we were saying, 5 through 10 is so close, a good win from the sixth place team could really... Get them out of that. Uh, or a loss mid-section. can put us in a bad position, and we might fall all the way down to tenth. So, a lot of pressure on Old North. The the top four seeds have a bit of a cushion, so um, Midtown might not be pushing as hard because their seeds pretty much gonna, set. They're going to be resting their starters. <laughs> That's what I would have to hope, but uh, I am not uh, not optimistic about that. That's, so what, that's our, been our plan the entire year. We rest our starters all season long, get them fresh and ready for the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's the plan? What's the, uh, what does the sponsor battle look like? So Midtown, as you may remember, is sponsored by Midtown Indy, a uh, community development corporation that's focused on the Midtown neighborhoods of Indianapolis. Uh, and Old North United is sponsored by St. Joseph Brewery which is a brewery that's a sister restaurant to both Ralston's and uh, Chatham Tap. How did is that, that a reinforcements thing? Is that why you mentioned that? I'm just saying that <laughs> I'm just highlighting the fact that the same people own those three places and they're all sponsors. How did uh, Midtown do against uh, the, the brewery last time they, they went up against them? 
well, I think the last matchup was actually between them and uh, one of the home people. I oh, think, yeah, it was her, I think it was we could put it this way. So this is it, was, a, uh, it was double real estate. It was double real estate. Yeah, yeah. but this is another brewery. To, but, but now let's remember, because I didn't know this fact. I didn't know this, that uh, the St. Joseph's owners uh, own oh. two other... This is us. This is like a movie. It's like Braveheart or yes. uh, Game of Thrones. You We've know? got. We can call in reinforcements from Mass Ave. That's right. And then just flank them from the south and s flank them from the east. And next thing you know, it's just all. And this is the third time Midtown's had to come out with their CDC and defend I their feel area. Like they, they'd I mean, have to be tired, tired at this yeah. point. Yeah. They've lost a lot of people. <laughs> They're demoralized. <laughs> All yeah. right, we're calling it for uh, St. Joseph's Brewery and their alliance of thieves and b bartenders. <laughs> Funny enough, since we were talking about St. Joseph, they actually are host to the after party this week. Imagine that, uh, hosted by none other but than Old North United. Uh, we would love to see you at St. Joe's. They have a wonderful Kolsch that I very much enjoy, and they do a lot of, uh, lot of good beers. In a very fun location on college in, a, in an old church. It's uh, quite enjoyable. And they just added a new patio. Ooh. So if you like sitting outside, it might be cool by that time. They have good food, too. They have great food, which is surprising. So before the show started, I told Josh that I was going to tell him why I really like St. Joseph's now. Because it excited. would definitely annoy him. Uh, the first thing is... They they have good beer. I've known that. That doesn't but annoy me. They do have they do have a pretty good IPA. Um, but slightly annoyed. I was I was very happy to see that I can get a half pint of IPA, which is the perfect amount if you're trying to watch a soccer game and not get drunk or not feel like just a perfect. I know everyone hates me for this. Even better, and this is the real <laughs> thing, they have an appetizer <laughs> which I love, which is um, Brussels sprout leaves that are like deep fried. And crispy. Ooh. Oh, okay. That didn't work out the way I thought what, it would. Why would it's, I not like that? I don't know. I, I, I found a lot of people hate Brussels sprouts. I no, Brussels know. sprouts. If if you do them right, they especially like roasting or fry, they they're actually they're quite good. It's incredibly salty, which is perfect with a beer. Exactly. Anyway, uh, and the half pint thing. I mean, <laughs> can you really not finish a pint? Like, is that? No, I just don't want to. I want the option of a half pint. <laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> all right. You're listening to Indy City Football Live on 99.1 WQRT-LP, Indianapolis. Let's go ahead and talk about Indy 11. Last week saw them lose to Tampa Bay 3-1. to one. Uh, Not a good result for them after I predicted that they should do no worse than uh, a tie. Yeah, I think that's what we did predict. Because they were in sixth place and Tampa was in... In 12th. 12th. Yeah. Uh, uh, the game was 2-1 for most of the time, but the Rowdies got a third late with the 11 pushing for an equalizer. So makes the score seem a little bit worse, but uh, there you go. They, uh, they lost. They fall to six in the standings. They still have 28 points. They're only one point ahead oh, of man. ninth and four, four, points, four ahead. points ahead of Bethlehem Steel in 12th. Um, and they've got 11 games left in the season. So... Uh, they got to get going. Uh, you don't want to uh, don't want to fall out of the playoff standings at this point. Um, their game this week actually is against Bethlehem Steel, uh, Thursday, July twenty sixth, uh, out there in Bethlehem, and uh, they're looking to not lose to the twelfth place team two games in a row. So yeah, it would be nice for them to uh, be able to at least get a point here, 
if not get a win. Uh, they are the sixth place team, and Bethlehem is 12th. Theoretically, looking at the table, they should be better, but uh, who knows? Uh, one thing to highlight, though, is that if you're interested in going and seeing uh, the 11 play on the road, which uh, is actually a pretty fun experience if you've never done it, um, the Brickyard Battalion is taking a bus down to the August 5th away game against Louisville. Uh, that's two Saturdays from now. Uh, and so think about it. It's lots of fun uh, to go cheer in the enemy's den. And uh, yeah. Cool. If, you, if you're interested in going, I know seats are filling up fast, so yes, reserve your spot now. Exactly. It's, uh, they're not going to take an indefinite amount of people, an infinite amount of people. There we go. Uh, they're going to they're gonna cut, cut it off soon. So uh, if you want to do that, then go ahead and do that right now. This is Indy City Football Live, only on 99.1 FM, WQRT, Indianapolis. All right, so we've got Jordan on the phone because he decided he didn't want to be in studio today. Uh, and we're going to take a Twitter question from at ahow628. And uh, they ask you, Jordan, uh, what rejected rule modifications were kicked around during the offseason this year? Ooh, that is a great question. We have discussed uh, some clearer rules around uh, what it means to be a jerk and uh, a couple different on-field and off-field uh, episodes this season uh, are, go are definitely going to make it uh, into the rule book for next year. Uh, you know, it's unfortunate, but sometimes people will find new and creative ways to be jerks. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and that has happened in one or two situations this year. So, uh, you know, every year we try to make a little adjustment. We always reach out to the managers at the end of the year. Uh, and it's, I would say we probably each year we have at least one or two player suggested rule changes that makes it into uh, the rule book. Uh, you know, and as the, as the years have gone by, I think the rules have become clearer and uh, really tried to do the work uh, that it takes to, to make Indy City football that, that style of, uh, of play and sportsmanship that we're really going for. Now, Jordan, I, we heard uh, that last year you were kicking around the rule to add a three-point line to the fields this year. Um, <laughs> I wish that was the case. Of, uh, you know, we've had several very long plays. I was watching the uh, uh, Woodruff Place Mass Ave game a couple weeks back, and Mass Ave scored from their own box. So it was, it was yes, really our happened. Our goalie was off uh, his goal. line. Oh no! And, and frankly, if there was a three-point rule, man, they would have won that game. So <laughs> uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure we'll hear from Mass Ave United about the, that change. Well, thank you for. Uh, talking with us and taking time out of your day to uh, feign interest in our call. Oh, sure. Well, I, I'll uh, just head right back into my uh, Williamsburg hipster bar right now. All right. All right. Enjoy New York. See you later, Jordan. Behave yourself. Nope. <laughs> You're listening to Indy City Football Live on 99.1 FM WQRT LP, Indianapolis. Let's move on to the Sports Baller of the Week. Uh, apparently... The uh, commissioner's office has not gotten the memo about resolving ties and are still doing them. So we have a tie. Uh, do you know who, uh, who our winners were, Jason? We have uh, a split winner between Old North United and Upper Downtown. They played each other last week. And so a player on each team? Came over and nominated each other. Aww. So the... So the 
the player on uh, Upper Downtown is named is Adam Toner. Yes, he is the the gentleman that speaks speaks with an I believe it's an English accent. When you might say have been that, Irish. Okay, when you say that, uh, the way that sounds is he just speaks with an English accent, but he's actually from Oregon. <laughs> yes, so I'm pretty sure that's true. <laughs> no, I oh I don't I don't know exactly. Yeah, you where don't he's know from. what you can't. Yeah, uh, yeah sure. Fair but enough. he uh, he definitely has a, a a UK accent. Is that more? Sure. Uh, and he was he was actually really nice on the field, just kind of marshalling the game a little bit and and bringing everybody back down because it, it got a little heated in a couple spots. So he he kind of brought things back to the middle and and kept people from being too aggressive. You say he was uh, gentlemanly. He was very gentlemanly, uh, which is a perfect adjective for someone from the UK. So he he actually walked around with a top hat and a monocle and <laughs> and like a long waistcoat. Makes sense. Actually, Somehow he played soccer well too. So actually, a waistcoat in uh, the UK is a vest. Oh, yeah. Did yeah. not know that. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't know how words work, and so well, they call yeah. vests waistcoats, yeah. which doesn't make sense. It's not vest a coat sales went way. up very high because of Gareth Southgate. Is that how you learned this? Yeah, I did. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was such a big controversy among the like the the British and the American people that I saw uh, on Twitter, and like the British people were like, uh, "These are waistcoats." I'm like, "Well, no, they're definitely not. <laughs> That's not how that word works." So we uh, the other person who was nominated was. You, Josh Baker, you were nominated because you did something of the of a high level of integrity. Don't you want to tell us what it is you did? <laughs> I mean, sure. Well, this is actually the second game in a row that this happened, but uh, I got scored on, and it looked like I didn't get scored on. And so it's a pretty simple scenario to be honest about that. Like, I, I saved the ball. It, it deflected off my foot. I was trying to keep it out with my hand, and I whacked at it, and once I hit it, it was already past the line. And, uh, and you, you and admitted to that. I said immediately, uh, it, was, it was in, it's a goal. Like, it is. Like, yeah. why would I lie about that? The ref's, the ref's watch lit up, the ball started vibrating, <laughs> everyone yeah. knew. Uh, unfortunately, there's, there's no goal line technology in our league, so people just have to be honest. And uh, Also, Jason, the... Ball doesn't start vibrating <laughs> when you score a goal in a. I know. wish it would. That would be amazing. I, mean, I know though. Like it's just like <laughs> you, can't, you can't hold it, you can't, hold the can't ball. kick it. It just like starts swerving. It's like one of those old toys we had that like you turn it on and it, like just vibrates <laughs> across the floor and you have to chase it. Yeah, just like that. But yeah, I mean, it just it's part of the whole not being a jerk thing. It happened. It would be silly for me to say it didn't. So. Okay, I was goalkeeping. And uh, there was a confusion with one of our defenders. She came up along the line. And uh, the ball kind of like, she, she passed it, came off another player, and it bounced. And I palmed it back in. I wasn't totally sure that it was over the line. I think it was like still a little bit on. Maybe I'm being optimistic. But I didn't say anything because I wasn't sure. And I just continued playing and I cleared it. Does that make me a bad, bad I, person? I mean... Did you know it went in? No, it wasn't a goal. I'm saying this was outside. It, I should, it could have been a corner. Oh, oh okay. Out of bounds. I yeah. mean, uh, do you know that it went out of bounds? I don't know for sure. Okay. I, like, I, I knew for sure it was a goal. Like, I wasn't going to say that it wasn't when I knew it was. Okay, so I'm still going to heaven. Uh, <laughs> uh, for other reasons. I <laughs> you might go to the medium place. <laughs> the medium, oh, no. You get to hang out with Mindy St. Clair. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about a few things that you can do this week. Um, actually, right now, as you're listening, um, you need to head to the Indy 11 blood drive. Uh, it literally is happening. It started at 2 today, and it only goes till 7. 
So that's Tuesday. It starts uh, Tuesday. It's, it's happening. If you're listening to this live on the radio, it's happening literally right now. So since you're in your car, you can go ahead and drive to it and that's wait right. wait until the show ends, and then you can go in and donate some or blood. Or Jason. Yeah, no, we, you can go ahead. There's a way you can do this in oh, your right, car. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So just go ahead, start removing your blood while you're listening. Um, wait till you park. Don't, don't do this while driving. If you have an empty like cup or Tupperware container from your lunch, just, just go ahead and use that. In there. And then uh, yeah, all, all you need your... to do one little slit and just like hold it over the cup, That's, right? Okay, yeah. none of this, and none of this is. And they can help you. They're doctors, so when you give them <laughs> you your blood, they can. In there? Yeah, then they'll like, help you. I, I have volunteer <laughs> points and faint. <laughs> But uh, it, you actually do receive double volunteer points for this, uh, even though you're not going to be able to get there. So uh, you're welcome <laughs> for letting you know. Uh, something else that gets double volunteer points. Double. Double. Is the annual Indy City Football Cultural Trail Cleanup. This Saturday, July 28th, from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Double volunteer points. Uh, so that'll be, uh, you, you know, you'll get an information in your email about this. Just a clarification, how many points is that? I don't remember. Like per, because I'm trying to do the math on if your is whole it, team shows up, it, you can get a point. I think it's a one-tenth of a point per person, right? Because you get half a point for volunteering, and since it's a double volunteer point, you can get... Yeah, so point one. A tenth of a point. So if you get ten people to come, you get a full point. So Heron Morton... Um, I mean, you're not going to be able to do this because our team's going to volunteer too. But I'm just saying, if if Heron Morton goes, the whole team volunteers, and Woodruff stays home, you guys could uh, end up number one and get that that uh, I don't know first place thing. Yeah, you could get the first seed, even though it doesn't really mean anything between one and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what part of the cultural trail are we cleaning up this week? We're cleaning up part of the cultural trail. Great. <laughs> Uh, that information, if you volunteer, when you volunteer, they will uh, give you all the info on where we will be cleaning up and what supplies you might need to bring. Anything else going on? Yeah, we have the uh, Indie Burger Battle, which is going to be great because we're also going to do power rankings right now. You want to tell them what the Burger Battle is first? No, I want the intro music first. Hit me, Jordan. It's the Indy City Football Power Rankings with Jason Chizzo. And now, Jason Chizzo. All right, so the Indy Burger Battle will be Saturday, July 28th, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. on the west block of Georgia Street. That will be down by the convention center. Restaurants are going to be bringing burgers, and, well, the most important part right now, Josh, give me a restaurant, and I will rate their burger. Okay, uh, Flamme Burger. Never had it. Fifth. Fat Dan's Deli. That's not a burger. That's a deli sandwich. We'll go ninth. (laughs) Weber Grill. That is also not a burger. That is a grill that you would cook the burger on. (laughs) Third. Just because because you need it to grill the burger. (laughs) Kilroy's. First. Jason doesn't know. Uh, Kilroy's, I will go with um, 11. Uh, Yard House. Mm, that's uh, one that I don't know either. So we'll just go. Uh, <laughs> have I done eight yet? No. Who knows? Burger study. Man, they're all going to be there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, second. Punch burger. Mm, I've actually not been there either. So fourth. <laughs> you haven't been to Punch Burger? It's pretty good. I, 
How have you not been to like any of these places? And how do you not know that all of these places serve burgers? Well, I mean, I know Punch Burger does. You just said Weber Grill serves grills. Like you, you have to know. Yeah, that but that's he was in true. power ranking mode, which, as we know, Jason's brain turns <laughs> just, into this galaxy thing. Okay, where when you say Weber Grill, I remember the grill downtown by the Arts Garden. He's now, thinking of a physical right, grill. He doesn't know about it object together that tell, that's a restaurant and tell not Tell us a place about the rest grills. of the event now that your uh, power rankings have concluded. That was power rankings with Jason Chisholm. These restaurants uh, will create their own unique burger to serve as a slider. You get to try them, you decide whose is the best. Um, and this benefits Building Tomorrow, a, socially, a social profit aimed at ensuring all children have access to an inclusive quality education by galvanizing communities to support thriving schools in undeserved, underserved areas. This is Indy City Football Live, and you're listening on 99.1 FM, WQRT, Indianapolis. Uh, Jay, uh, let's go to Better Know a Neighborhood. Better Know a Neighborhood? Yeah, you know that segment that you do sometimes? Well, okay, we don't have a segment today, okay? We just don't have a segment. But you know what? If you want to better know a neighborhood, just, just go outside of your house. Better know your neighborhood. Why don't you make some friends and neighbors and friends? Family things and I'm clean up the trash. Okay, okay, okay. okay. All right. okay. All right. Take okay. a step back. You all right? I'm fine. Okay. It's I'm sorry. Not necessarily bad advice, but I feel like you were getting a little intense. I've been on Nextdoor, the app, too, too much lately. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh! Affecting me. That's one of my favorite Twitter accounts. Is best of Nextdoor. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. If you haven't, uh, listeners, check it out. It's awesome. Uh, I think there was one the other day where a guy said, my grandson is playing the fort. No, no, my my grandson is doing the Fortnite. Is that a drug? <laughs> he yes, used, though. Yes. yes he used is. to be such a good boy, but he never wants to come over anymore. <laughs> oh, no. Because he's doing the Fortnite. Oh, no. All right. Let's talk about uh, the world of sports. Uh, we've... Soccer is in a little bit of a lull here. They just finished the, the World Cup, and the, the club seasons don't start till the middle of August. So we're just going to talk about world sports in general. Uh, last weekend was the Rugby Sevens World Cup, both in men's and women's. It was in San Francisco. It was the first time that it had, the competition was ever in the U.S., and they did surprisingly well. The men's team finished sixth, and the women's team finished fourth. Uh, and behind uh, both... Uh, both men and women uh, from New Zealand ended up winning their uh, their respective sides. So uh, lots you know of fun. How South Africa did. Uh, South Africa uh, was in the top eight of the men's, but I don't remember where. Um, the the final was between England and uh, and uh, New Zealand. New Zealand. Who won? <laughs> oh, New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it didn't, that didn't go home either, did it? No. The, the, Nothing's going the rugby up. football did not come home either. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, a, that was a good event and lots of fun. What's your um, uh, Lewis Hamilton won at um, Hockenheim Ring in Germany, the Formula One race. He started in 14th and worked his way all the way through the field, which if you're a Formula One fan, you know is not very often that happens. So uh, it was an interesting race watching him work his way through and come away with the victory. So who does he race for now? He's uh, still with Mercedes. Has he always been with Mercedes? Uh, for quite a while now. Okay. Yeah. 
So I have a news item relating to world sports. I was going to talk about how Tiger Woods is back, and he is. Um, uh, I mean, cricket, hold on, but hold I'm on. not going to talk. No, no, no. I have to interrupt because Tiger Woods is not back because At he any, he continued to lose. It's, so he's he if continued you finish in not being the top back. ten in a uh, major golf tournament as a, any pro from a club, that would be a lifetime achievement. This is considered to be underachieving for him. So I'd say. So he's doing okay. Whatever. So I wasn't paying <laughs> Wait attention. Wait a second. How is Tiger Woods back? Is it still bothering him or? <laughs> oh, God. That oh, actually is a good joke. Uh, among <laughs> your terrible jokes, that's, that's a good that's joke. That's actually not bad. <laughs> okay. Can I, can I say my yes, sports Yes, you can thing? do your actually. Okay. This is, an, this is tremendous news, okay? In the world of Turkish oil wrestling... The uh, in the longest it's the longest traditional sports event in Turkey, the Kirkinapar Oil Wrestling Competition. Orhan Okolu won the grand title. It's uh, it's called Basfelian, I think, and um, it was very controversial because there were some VAR calls in his qualification that had him. If you guys haven't seen oil wrestling, you look oh, it up. No. It's very intimate. What uh, what <laughs> it's, what, it's what very cable package intimate. do you need to get? YouTube.com. <laughs> I'm very interested by the adjective that you used. The first adjective you used to describe it, it's intimate. It's, uh, they, they get fully oiled up, and uh, they have to wrestle each other in kind of in the Greco-Roman style, but uh, one of the essential moves is getting your hand into a gripping position that, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, it's a tough one. <laughs> it's a tough, I don't have the nerve to even to, to how, consider. How is this a sport it's still? It's the national sport of Turkey, actually. No Above way. soccer, above anything else, yeah. Hey, so. Jordan, can you place a YouTube clip of some audio from one of these events behind <laughs> this entire segment? That is very interesting and wasn't what you told us you were going to share. <laughs> and I am just I am just thrown off. I don't know how T- Turkish oil wrestling. Why, why would they add oil? Why do they need VAR? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. there, John Green. How you doing? Is the is your garden doing all right? I heard that you were um, harvesting some tomatoes. Oh I, no! Is this when? You, is this because you were looking <laughs> over his wall? You pulling a Wilson over his fence? No. Um, <laughs> actually, John talks about his garden on YouTube regularly. Oh. Uh, if you follow the Vlog Brothers channel, um, so I'm not super creepy. Uh, at least not for this reason. Uh, but John, uh, since I know that you love the Indy 500, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about one of my favorite aspects of the 500, which is actually biking there. Now, wait, is this the John Green minute or the Jason Chisholm minute? Because I've ridden my bike the past four years to the Indianapolis 500. This is actually the John Green minute, but thank oh, okay. you for your participation. But I, nice. I, can I jump in on this? <laughs> yes, one? yes, yes. Oh, okay, cool. So, so actually, uh, Alicia, my wife, and I uh, biked to the 500 for the first year this past this past year, and it was fantastic. It's yeah. it's so easy. We yeah. we live uh, on the near east side, and it took us I think about 40 minutes or so, and we left it. 9 a.m., 8 a.m., and if you left in a car at 8 a.m., you wouldn't get into the race until after it started. Exactly, and <laughs> it was so much fun as we were driving, as we were riding down 16th Street, just being able to pass just a thousand cars. Like oh, yeah. it just it yep. makes you feel so good. It does. <laughs> I I ride from uh, here near Garfield Park. It's about a hour. 
10 minutes, maybe just depending on the trails I pick or choose and yeah. the streets. But it's it's so nice. I used to ride from the state fairgrounds. and um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it would be nice to have some better trails out that way when you get closer. It would be. But uh, if you're if you're willing to ride in between some cars or a ton of people and dodging coolers that you can barely see, then it's well worth your time. Yeah, we actually once we got to 16th Street, we just uh, rode down the middle of the road. That's awesome. No one's going away from the state the nope. the yeah. track, so yeah, like yeah. you can just ride right in. It's so easy. I. And it's amazing to me that there are people that that don't do that. Yeah, like it's, and that live as close as they could and don't take opportunity to ride. I mean, I understand the whole like wanting to have a cooler that you can bring in, but uh, that's what backpacks are for. That is what a backpack is for. Mm. Um, now, how about when you leave the 500 after the race? What did, about it? Did you have to fight any uh, body out? or was it? No, we, uh, we stuck around a little bit in the stands and then uh, went to Daredevil where our, uh, our uh, bikes were parked, okay. got, a, got a drink, and then left. And it was, it was so simple. It, I mean, we went back down uh, 10th Street. Uh, the only problem that I had was w- once we got to Eskenazi, uh, my rear tire blew. And so that made it a less enjoyable, like, last <laughs> yeah. quarter oh, of yeah. the ride home. Yeah, but, that uh, would. But no, I, I mean, I would do it again. Bring some extra tubes next time. <sighs> yeah, um, that was plenty that. of water. But uh, yeah, no, it, it's, a, it's a lot of fun to bike in. This week's show is brought to you by Biking to the Indy 500. Biking to the Indy 500, it was the last thing that we talked about and all I can remember from this show. We're also brought to you by uh, Turkish Oil Wrestling because one of us was going to say it. This is brought to you by Orhan Okulu and his dope Turkish Oil Wrestling skills. This week's show is also brought to you by Double Volunteer Points. This Saturday only from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Get your Double Volunteer Points. This Saturday. I just want a burger. It's brought to you by... This is brought to you by burgers. Just burgers. In, in general, burgers. Yeah. This week's show is also brought to you by Gentlemanly Play. Only done by people from the UK. <laughs> Gentlemanly Play. Now, is that why they haven't won the World Cup? <laughs> and this week is also brought to you by Indie Parks, who are a fantastic partner of the league and uh, help us maintain the wonderful field at Central Greens and also have lots of other great parks around the city um, that you should go check out. Go just sit in a park for a while uh, and just stare at the people that are by, by there. We have a lot of parks. I wish there is there like a, a, like a stamp card thing where you can visit all the different cars? I would no, do that. Uh, so this is a slightly embarrassing story, but um, uh, a friend of mine uh, and I, when we were like 20 years old, decided that we were going to review all of the parks in Indianapolis <laughs> and make a blog about each one. That's cool. Uh, How many did you get into? We did two. <laughs> did you do two really bad parks? You're like, this might not be worth our time. Did you do one each or? No, we, we both, w- we went together oh, okay. to each one. Okay. And uh, that petered out very quickly. That was uh, a, a waste of, I think, $20 that I spent on the domain for it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks so much to Indy Parks. There are lots of fantastic parks uh, around the city and one nearby you. So go check it out. Enjoy it. Uh, and thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. We won't see you. You'll hear us. But bye still. But bye talk, still. Talk to you next week. Bye. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood. A 